0: Welcome to the Small Waller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who eats more Swenson's burgers than Joey Chestnut eats hot dogs, Brand Siegel. I don't know if I could accomplish that feat, but I do eat my uh, fair
1: share of Swenson's, right. as you've seen me do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely Which, can eat some Swenson's burgers, we We've, we've sure. shouted
1: Swenson's out on at least three episodes, so yes. I would like a bag from Swenson's.
0: Yes. And Literally
1: and figuratively, I would like a bag, like a physical bag of burgers and a bag of money from them.
0: Definitely, and I gotta give credit to Josh, who is live in our studio audience. He came up with that. It was not me. Can't take credit on that one. Yeah, live studio audience. Maybe
1: maybe we'll even do a little
0: participation
1: from the live studio audience. I don't know, what are you, you feeling that? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Maybe, maybe we'll do that a little bit later.
0: But uh, moving forward, Trevor, why don't you hand us with our rundown for today? So today we're going to talk about um, the Peach Jam. It was going on. It's finishing today. The championship, I believe, is just starting. By the time we are come out with the podcast, it will be over. Um, Amani Bates, who is the number one prospect in the 2020 class. Uh, NC State violations. Um, There's a California bill that is... Potentially allowing athletes to profit off their likeness. So that moved forward, I believe in a subcommittee, but we'll talk about that. And then the Or After that, we'll get into small talk trivia, randomly ranked um, our main topic, which, you know what, I'm just going to let it be a surprise for now. We'll talk about it when we get there and then finish off with our quick prediction. It's uh it's a solid episode
1: on the uh the the menu for today. Absolutely. As you can see, I'm hungry. We've talked about food already twice. I uh, am yeah, we'll I'm see gonna... if we'll make it more than that, but right now it's only two times. Um but like Travis said, starting off, California passed a bill on which is to go to their lawmakers uh once they're off summer recess. It was passed eleven oh um as a Senate bill two hundred six called the Fair Pay to Play Pay-to-play Act. And in theory, it seems like this is going to let uh, college athletes use their likeness and image to get some money. So, you know, is there, are we closer to a NCAA 2020 uh, game? You think? Yeah,
0: yep.
1: Um, we getting closer. Because that, that was one of my favorite games. I loved NCAA 12 football. That was, I mean, just one of my favorite games of all time. It was so yeah. fun to play, like, Road to Glory, different modes on that game. So, I mean, do you think, like... You know, will this override and you think other states will start doing something like this?
0: Yeah, so I think this will um, go through. It's just a matter of when it goes through. Um, In this article I read, it says the law, if it is passed, would go into effect uh, in January 2023. So maybe not 2020, but by 2023, 2024, hopefully we can get our um, college sports games that we love so much that we used to play. Because I want them back for sure. Yeah, I do too, and I mean, as we've said, I remember the one podcast, we were kind of talking about this a little bit, and I think we both agreed that these student-athletes should be able to profit off their likeness, like it's just kind of like, almost like the free market system, you should be able to profit off of your name, I believe.
1: Yeah, and there, there should be some happy medium, um, I, maybe for another day we'll talk about if college-athletes should get paid, um, but there should be some form, you know, if, if, like Kyler Murray last year, I mean, how many people bought number one Oklahoma jerseys? And yeah, we see them all the time. So, like, to some extent, I think you should profit off your likeness. Yes. Um but you know, I guess that'll be in the future for us to see. Moving forward, uh, Amani Bates is doing a lot
0: at the Peach Jam. Uh, which, is yes. he in
1: the, he's in the championship, correct?
0: No, so they he, didn't he make was eliminated. He's in the U15. Um, the U15, and his team, I believe they were like. They made it the, to the corner finals in the U15, but I think they got eliminated. So they he is no longer playing, but he's extremely talented. I've seen some box scores. I think the one game, it was either yesterday or Friday, he had like 44 points, nine rebounds, like 14 to 26 from the field. And the thing that I think is so um, crazy about Imani is that people are already saying that he might be the best prospect since LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Which so is interesting
1: because uh... – Someone else is in the class of 2020 who uh, is related to LeBron James, Bronny Jr. Yes. So um, it's interesting. I know you, I, he's the number one overall prospect currently in the 2022 class. Michigan State offered him uh, at the Peach So I think Bronny is going to be up there with Amani Bates. Maybe. We'll see. I know see. you don't think but so. But the thing
0: about Amani Bates is he already has, like, the, the size. He's already, he's like, 6'8", maybe 6'9". But six, he's nine, even. He's a little skinny, but he is 15. And, He'll I mean, probably fill out. We'll see, but I think just, like, when you look at him, you're like, this guy looks like he has, like, an NBA frame. Bronny, he's not there yet. Obviously, he could become that, but he's not there yet, like Imani already is. Yeah, you know, I mean, everyone's saying that
1: Imani Bates is literally going to be the next Kevin Durant. He's right around his size coming out of... High school too. He, uh, I think he was listed on one seventy five on ESPN, uh, six seven. I mean that's. Yes. Uh, Kevin Durant was listed what six eight six nine, probably a buck seventy, buck eighty five. Yeah, it was someone around really there. Similar. So
0: uh, he was pretty close at that point. Um, so I mean, maybe maybe it's another Kevin Durant. Yeah, and and one more thing, I kind of think he is because if you just go watch like Amani Bates, like type in on YouTube and watch his shooting form, it looks like Kevin Durant's shooting form, which is crazy. Um, like, some of these shots he's just making, um, pulling up from, like, 30 feet in some of these AAU games, it's just insane. So he's obviously very talented. It's going to be interesting to see what he does in the future. Um, and also there's rumors that in 2022 could be the first year where we start having players come mm-hmm. out of high school into the NBA draft again. So he could be the first player in that class um, where that starts happening. So that will be interesting. Which,
1: interestingly enough, the first class to – not be able to do like that, had to do one and done's was Kevin Durant's class, so yeah, Kevin Durant player on both ends of the spectrum there. Um, but moving on, NC State has been handed some violations in connection to paying players, more specifically Dennis Smith Jr. I always thought it was kind of interesting that he went there, I just mm-hmm. didn't think it was like that big of a school and then they kind of came right. out of nowhere. Um, but it was said here that uh, he was in connection to paying forty thousand dollar payment. Uh, to Smith during his recruitment, and then there's other various things he got, like an excess amount of tickets, way more than players normally get. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the NC State violations?
0: Yeah, you know, this is one of the schools that uh, we talked about a few podcasts ago as being potentially one of those six schools that they would um, fine or give out like violations so i i'm not too surprised to see this um obviously dennis smith jr i think he was like a top 10 prospect coming out so for him to go to nc state over like a or north carolina is probably something that should have been like kind of looked at weirdly that he went to nc state over schools like that um so yeah i mean i think we're gonna see more uh things like this in the future
1: yeah i'm this is not surprising to me at all uh I mean, even from the start, NC State was kind of up there because of Dennis Smith, Jr. Now, quick, quick turn. We're going to take a nice little left turn here.
0: Dennis Smith, Jr., breakout prospect for next year? In the NBA? Yeah. Um, He definitely could be. I still believe in him just because of how talented he is, um, being able to get to the basket. He's not a great shooter. He needs to improve in that front and also is facilitating. So we'll see. I still believe in him. I believe in him, too. I think he's going to have a breakout year.
1: I love Dennis Smith, Jr. coming out of college. Um, and I still like him today. I think he's so explosive, and it's rare to find explosion like his. Which yes. you know, obviously we have Zion coming in, who's like one of the most explosive players ever. But I I think that explosion and that will to like just I mean he he had plays with a lot of passion. You saw it uh, with the dunk against Duke when time run it ran out uh, back in college. So I, in my opinion, I think Dennis Smith is gonna have a breakout year. I'm I'm thinking like a nice fourteen to fifteen average from him, um, yeah. something like that. But moving along. The twenty nineteen ESPY Awards were held on July tenth,
0: uh, a couple days ago. Uh, what do you, What do you think of the Do you like the ESPYS? Like, do you watch them? Um, I don't watch them. I mean, it's just kind of a thing that um, I don't think it's really necessary for me to watch. I just kind of look on Twitter and see who won the awards, but I don't really am. I'm not really interested in actually like seeing like all the like the hosts talking and stuff like that. I I've just never really
1: been like overly interested in the ESPYS because like like. All the awards, best NFL player was Patrick Mahomes, right? He he won the MVP. There's literally awards for that. Like well, I don't, I don't know. I guess I think ESPN just wants to hold like another event. Um, yeah. Best male athlete was Giannis, well deserved. Uh, MVP called that by the way. Uh, you know, best female athlete Alex Morgan. Props nice. to her and Team yeah, USA. I like seeing that. Congrats way. to them. Yeah, we we like seeing that. Uh, Simone Biles is up there. beyond Stewart. Um, so and I don't know. None of this is like surprising to me. Uh, Some of the stuff is kind of interesting. Like, they had the best games uh, on here where, uh, who won? The Rams and Chiefs won the 54-51 game on Monday Night Football. That was definitely a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, When Notre Dame beat UConn 81-76. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this event's, like, not that big of a deal. And I think it's kind of just blown a little more out of proportion.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But overall, I guess it's kind of fun. You know what I find interesting? Kyler Murray was even... Obviously, Zion deserved best college athlete. But Kyler Murray finished in fourth for that. Fourth, well. I guess. I guess this is the, the rankings. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I, I thought he'd do a little better than that, but, you know, maybe not. Um, right. But moving on from Small going to go over to Small Talk Trivia. Um, right now the score is 6-5. to five. Trevor is winning, which is, you know, not normal, I would say, <clears throat> right? It was, you know, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> right, okay. Um, you want to go first or would you like me to go first today for Small Talk Trivia? Um,
0: I'll go first today. Okay. Uh, so my question is related to college football. Okay. And the question is which team has won the most overall conference championships. Now I'm going to give you choices. It's okay. multiple choice. Okay. Ohio State, USC, Oklahoma, or Nebraska. Most okay. overall conference It's
1: not championships. Ohio State. So what it, Nebraska, USC, and who? Oklahoma. I don't think it's Oklahoma either. I it's either Nebraska or USC. That's a hard one. I feel like I have it definitely right with those two. Watch me just be completely wrong. They're like, oh, it's Ohio State. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not Ohio State. Because Nebraska used to be really good. Really, really good. And I feel like you're trying to trick me with Nebraska. I
0: don't
1: know. But I don't know. It's either Nebraska or USC. Hmm. I'm going to say... You know what? I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say Nebraska. That is correct. There we it go. It's Nebraska. I, USC has won a lot, too. Yeah, Nebraska. I'm pretty sure
0: USC has just won, like, a stupid amount. Yeah, I'm sure they have. But it says here that Nebraska has won 46 conference titles. Because they
1: weren't always in the Big Ten, right? Yeah, in four yeah. different
0: conferences. Yep,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's interesting.
1: Uh, but my question up next, so this is going to be a difficult one. It's about the NBA, okay? What current team in the NBA has the worst franchise winning percentage?
0: The worst franchise winning percentage. Mm-hmm. So this is a current team, like it's not like. Yeah, it, it's not yeah, like it's the it Super Sonics. Yeah, never yeah, know. current team. Um, in the NBA, so the NBA started in like '76 technically. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the Kings have been bad a mm-hmm. lot. So here, do you want? Um, uh, let me give you. I'm gonna give you some.
1: I'm gonna give you multiple choice also. Are you ready?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: We have the Raptors. Okay. The Kings the
0: T-Wolves and the Pacers. Interesting. Okay. Um the Pacers had some good years in the 90s. Mm-hmm. This is going to be tough cuz before like my lifetime it's hard to uh know. Um I don't think it's the Pacers though. Okay. Um T-Wolves Kings, Pacers, Raptors. I'm going to stick with what I originally like my original gut. I'm going to say it's the Kings. Okay, you are not correct today. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves, their percentage is 391. Wow. That's very bad.
1: Yeah, no, it's not good. (laughs) That's not a good winning percentage overall. So um, it seems like, you know, we we often have a studio audience. But today we have a special member in the studio audience, a fan favorite. So I think it's only right that we just – I'm just going to go on. I'm going to find one soccer question, and I'm going to ask my guy Josh Baskin. To come back on for a second here to answer question. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing well. It's always a pleasure. All right, Josh. So here is your question I'm going to give you. Okay? Actually, I'm going to let you choose either one or two. Okay? Let me let me come up with my second question here. Okay. I'm going to give you one or two. Would you like question one or two? You're trying to play some mind games here because <laughs> you asked me a question before I thought before you were going to we ask in. And uh, I'm going to go with number two. Okay. Who were Manchester United's opponents in the 1999 Champions League final? Now, note, everyone, listeners, he is a Manchester United fan, okay? And I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you double points. I'm going to put you on the scoreboard if you can tell me all the goals in it and what was the score. It was Bayern Munich, uh, and the score was 2-1. to one. The goals for Manchester United, however, I do know. The game-winner was Ola Gunnar Solskjaer off corner kick, and the first one was Teddy Who? I
0: don't know any of these people.
1: However, for Bayern Munich,
0: I cannot remember the goal score, unfortunately. Uh, He was correct with the Bayern Munich, I know that. Um... Brandon's doing a quick Wikipedia yeah. search. Yeah, quick trying search. trying to find quick. the goal scorer. Right, so I got Byron the goal. So. It was him and Solskjaer right there. Yeah, you were correct. You were correct with those. I got. I didn't know who scored. Wow, for Byron, that's insane. So. It's uh Basler. I thought you were like making up names. I was like, you <laughs> know, I, I thought you were making up
1: names. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Josh, thank you for uh, coming on. We appreciate it as always. Of course, might yes. be an episode in the future too. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, But moving on to our next segment, we have randomly ranked. And today, this one, um, we're going to give the uh, idea, the props of the idea to GQ. They do this on YouTube, so go watch their stuff on this. They normally do 10 things you can't live without. We're going to do five things you can't live without. Um, So you did the question first. I will start. Uh, My number five thing I cannot live without are my AirPods. I use those a lot. They're the best. Highly recommend. Number four, I would say just as a whole, shoes um i'm a big big sneakerhead me and three of my good friends just started a website called fresh out the box so go look up fotbx.com quick plug uh number three i have is my laptop i'm constantly on my laptop whether it's doing work for the podcast editing my website um or just simply looking up sports information right it's a constant uh on the laptop Number two is my watch. I have an Apple Watch. I literally don't, like, I feel naked without it, so it's it's important I have that. And number one, I think, is an obvious choice, and that is my phone. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm on my phone quite a lot, constantly on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, honestly, shout out Twitter, okay? Because Twitter is such a great app,
0: right? Yeah, it's, it's an awesome app. I agree 100%. All right, Trevor, what is your... <laughs> Take All right, five things you cannot live without. All right, so we definitely have some similarities. But uh, number five, I'm gonna start out with my comb. Um, my hair is very important to me, <laughs> so <laughs> my comb. Yes, it's number five. Number four, I'm going with my Nike notebook. It's okay. an awesome notebook. It's what I use it for is. the podcast. It is. Um, I also use for other like sports research and stuff like that. Uh, number three, I'm going with my earphones. Uh, they're the Jaybird BlueBuds X. I can't live without them because. I like to work out and I can't work out without my headphones also nice um to work like currently where I work I get to listen to music all day so I can have headphones in or to listen to podcasts um number two is my laptop I'm also going with my laptop as Brandon said very important for many different reasons Mm -hmm. school the podcast and on and on and number one um my phone Mm -hmm. I mean I've I wish I could be a little more interesting than that, but I'm going with my phone just like Brandon. <laughs> it's, we're too it's the obvious choice. on that. It's the but obvious yeah, choice. My phone's number one.
1: All right, well, that's it for Randomly Ranked this week. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for Randomly Ranked, please tweet at us, text one of us, do anything. We like to hear your guys' ideas. We truly appreciate them. But moving on, we have a very fun main topic. I feel like we've been constantly talking about things that are happening right now uh, for our main topic. And as I think most of our listeners will know, there was a big trade that happened um, a couple of days ago. Was it two days ago?
0: Um, it was. It was more than two days ago now. But it was, now, but days it days was um, Russell Westbrook. His trade. He's now on the Rockets, and mm-hmm. he was traded for Chris Paul, and I believe two first rounders. It was. It might have been a couple pick swaps. I believe. Two. Yeah, I think
1: there was two pick swaps also. Two picks and two pick swaps. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty four and twenty 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 two and twenty twenty four, and the pick swaps in like twenty four and twenty six or something like that. So, topic that I feel like a lot of people have been talking about recently. Uh, just because now Russ, Russell Westbrook and James Harden are going to be together. What could have been from the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yes. you know the, At some point in time, they had Victor Oladipo. At some point in time, they had Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Not necessarily all together, um, because Ibaka was in the trade for Oladipo and Harden left before all of that. Mm-hmm. But within only a couple years, they had essentially five to six Four to five, I mean top tier caliber players. So
0: why don't give us like a little rundown, Trevor? What what could have been
1: from yeah. this
0: Oklahoma City Thunder team? I mean, ten years ago. So really, it's this whole decade. The Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, by many people's opinion, were supposed to be the team of the decade. Obviously, that kind of ended up being the Golden State Warriors, but it was supposed to be the Thunder. If we just rewind back to twenty ten, um, they had this young core. They drafted Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden in a row. Uh, in the first round with their picks. So they had that young core. They also had Serge Ibaka. So in 2010, they made their first playoff appearance with that core. They were the seed. They got knocked out early, but it was promising. People could uh, see that they were going to be a really good team. Next year, they come back. They make the Western Conference Finals, lose to the Mavericks in five games. Then the next year, they make the finals. They beat the Spurs in six games, which was a shock to a lot of people. And then they won Game One against that Heat team with LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh, would end up losing in five games. But they were young, you know. They were all like, I, Kevin Durant was probably like twenty five. Like they were all like twenty six and under, I believe. So then the next year, twenty thirteen, uh, we have the Russell Westbrook injury in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they would lose to the Grizzlies Western Conference Finals. Um, you can go. I can go on and on. But then they they traded Harden after that twenty twelve season. Which, starting with that, I just want to talk about that first. Such mm-hmm. a horrible decision, obviously, here, because here, of what Harden's become. Here's what the trade was, just in
1: case anyone doesn't know. They traded Harden to the Rockets um, for Kevin Martin, solid player, Jeremy Lamb, two first-round picks, and a second-round pick. So, obviously, there was a winner of this trade because James Harden went on to win an MVP yes. award. Um, so, continue, continue what you're saying. Though I just wanted to say that. But yeah, the yeah. good thing, though, is that those two first-round picks, they turned into Steven Adams and Mitch McGarry. Mitch McGarry didn't pan out, but... Uh, Michigan boy. Mm-hmm. And Steven Adams, of course, did pan out.
0: Um, yes. But continue what you're saying. Yeah, so going with that, if they still have Harden in 2013, there was a Russ injury, but they so they probably wouldn't have won the championship that year. But looking at 2014, where they get to the Western Conference Finals now, Kevin Durant, he was injured in the regular season, but he's back. Um, here he, it was like minor injuries. So they come back. They're all healthy for the playoffs. If they have Harden in 2014, they could have beaten the Spurs, And then if they beat the Spurs, they would have definitely beaten the Heat in 2014 because Dwayne Wade was going through injuries, um, and and the Heat were really just deflated at that point. So the Spurs beat the Heat easily. And if the Thunder would have beaten the Spurs that year, that could have been their first championship. 2015, uh, Katie was injured uh, for a lot of the season. Only played 27 games. Yeah, so he only played 27 games. So that year's out. But 2016, so now they have another opportunity They're up 3-1 on the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals with Katie and Russ. If you add Harden to that, they're definitely winning that series. For sure. Um, So obviously that was a huge – to lose that series, to let the Warriors come back from 3-1. I mean, they had so many opportunities to win it. The talent they had, even without Harden. So add Harden to it. They're definitely winning that series, and then they're beating the Cavs as well. Um, So that would have been at least – Two that would have been at least one title, if not two, because they could have potentially won twenty fourteen. Um, so then, obviously, that happens. Katie leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, they get depot in the trade, as you were talking mm-hmm. about back night of twenty sixteen. Yeah, do you have that trade up? I Oladipo do. Trade? So it was
1: Ola Oladipo um, and Sabonis for Ibaka. Which now you're thinking about it, that's the most lopsided trade I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, because <laughs> Sabonis that year was the number eleven pick,
0: correct? Or he was, he was a pretty point high the yeah. time,
1: And, I mean, obviously, yes. they didn't know what Odipo does. Now, both of those guys, I mean, those guys are really good players today in today's NBA. And Ibaka isn't... I mean, he was towards the end of his career anyway. So, it's crazy that this trade happened. Like, really crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it was just... I mean, we're looking at this now, and obviously, you know, we have hindsight 2020, but it's just such a one-sided trade.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, but could you imagine... Let's say... Let's just take Harden out of this just for a second. Let's say... Durant stays and they have Oladipo getting to peak Oladipo form that year, which is a stretch. But let's say we have Oladipo, okay? Durant and Westbrook with Sabonis. You have Steven Adams. You have some good role players. What Does this team win? Yeah, that team definitely wins. I think so too. I think
0: so too. Absolutely. And um, so obviously Kevin Durant left. They get Oladipo and. Then the next year, they traded him for PG after you had the Russ MVP season, which ended in losing the first round. Um, But I think if they stay with Oladipo and Kevin Durant stays, yes, they would have probably won it in 2017 as well. Um, So we're talking about a team, like to just really sum it up, they could have had up to three or four championships. They would have certainly been the team of the decade. Um, But things went differently. Some bad decisions with the Harden trade and then Kevin Durant leaving. It just could have been so much different. And just some little things that made it happen the other way is just insane to me. And one thing that I find interesting is that
1: it shows the Warriors and this this uh, this Thunder team show how important drafting is. It's not just free agency. Even even in today's NBA, it's not. I mean, both of those teams were really hand-built. And obviously, you know, the Warriors got Durant. But before that, Draymond was drafted. Klay Thompson drafted. Steph Curry drafted. Um and you look at this this uh, Thunder team, uh, which took a Baca and made it into Sabonis and in Oladipo, which obviously is free agency, But Durant was drafted. Okay, I guess and technically he was drafted. Russ drafted, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at Harden, also drafted. And these guys were molded, all of them. Even the Warriors guys, where you look at Draymond, who was a second round pick. uh Clay wasn't a super super high first round pick. Curry was what seven or eight.
0: Yeah. Something like yeah
1: that. He was definitely top ten. Um so you look, these weren't the top guys in the drafts. Uh Katie was obviously a first round pick and Russ was a high pick. But Harden was what well, what pick was Harden? Was he he was
0: Harden was top like six
1: or seven as well. He, oh was, God. he was high. So I mean you look at some of these players and you know, Harden at some point in time was just this six player or six man mm-hmm. type player and you know, he really broke out to be I mean, just such an amazing player. So you look at just how important drafting is. You look at the 76ers even. Um, yeah. They got Youngtown, they, they did okay with it You know, you got like, Okafor Who didn't really pan out as much uh, mm-hmm. Markel Fultz, who looks like he's gonna be trash But, you know, we'll see on the magic So, drafting is just such It's just so, so important Yeah. Um, and I think this really proves That even in today's NBA With, you know, LeBron just saying Hey, Anthony Davis, come play And Kawhi Leonard calling Paul George And being like, hey, let's play together Even in today's NBA, how important stuff like this is. Because, I mean, this team stays together. They win multiple championships. Absolutely. Which you find interesting that why, you know, KD really wanted to win a champ, really, really wanted to win. If Mm -hmm. he stayed
0: with it, they definitely would have had a good chance, Mm -hmm. even with the Warriors today. I I agree 100%. I mean, being up 3-1, like, just watching that series, I remember just, like, the Thunder were the better team on paper for sure. Um, And really, just for them, it was kind of like a collapse. Obviously, Clay Thompson had that amazing game six um, where I think he set the – I think it was the playoff record because it was a trivia question you asked me. Mm -hmm. He had like 11 threes in that game, I believe, or something like that. Um, So just the things that that had to happen for this not to work out for OKC. And now – Looking forward, now they're rebuilding. Now they don't have Russ. Um, I think next they're probably going to try to trade CP3, and they're just stacking up these draft picks. So uh, I don't even know what forward. you could. What could you even do with Chris Paul? Like I don't. You, <laughs> I don't even know. You got to try to get more young pieces. Forty million dollars of cap.
1: Like yeah. I don't even know what you can. T- <laughs> There's you're going to have to take on something that's bad. There's nothing to even do. It's yeah. kind of just like a waste at this point for Chris Paul.
0: Yeah. It's you know, you're gonna just be wasting tough.
1: his last year or two being semi-relevant in the NBA. Maybe three years. You um, know, mm-hmm. I love Chris Paul. I think he's such a great player, even today. Um, I know people. Some people might disagree. Um, what I find super interesting is, I mean, a lot of like Harden and Oladipo. Let's say they stayed. You sign Harden to some contract. You know, give him at that time eighteen million a year was probably a lot. Something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. You know I, don't know, I don't know what he signed for with, uh, with Houston, his Houston. first contract, but it couldn't have been just enormous, right? I mean, it was, it was relatively big, but the another... It was big at that time, yeah. I'm saying, but now you look back on it, it would have been just such an amazing deal. Right. So, you look at this team now, Harden and Oladipo, and how they've flourished, and how Russ has flourished by himself, well, I guess with Paul George and Duran mm-hmm. a little bit at the end. Would, would, do you think Oladipo and Harden would have been where they're at today, if it wasn't if they stayed, like, do you think obviously they had the greatness in them? It's not that they just magically became great because they were by themselves, right? But you look at a team like that with all those guys together, do they still gel? And do they still, does Harden become MVP caliber? Does Oladipo become an all star caliber player consistently?
0: Um, Oladipo, it's tougher to judge because he's younger, but Harden, I think, still would have been really good. I mean, I don't know if he would have won an MVP if he stayed on the team because there's um, the three of them stars and they kind of like cancel each other out, so none yeah. of them probably would have won. They cannibalize some of their stats. Um, but just having three players that are capable of winning the MVP, that talented, three of the top ten players in the NBA, I believe at that time, or at least probably like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, if they stay together, they're two, they're three of the top ten. They still are today, I believe. So I mean, they really would have had so many opportunities with that team. And I think another thing to point out with like them not wanting to give hard in that big contract is that. The Thunder as a small market team have pretty much always been a team who doesn't want to go in the luxury tax, which I think is something that um, they probably should have just ta- got to take on. I think you have to just take on the luxury tax sometimes if you want to win if, the championship. If you have once in a
1: lifetime generational players like mm-hmm. Harden and Russ and Durant and you know that, obviously Odipo was a little bit more of a question mark, but you see that with those three guys. you. You got to go over. You have to pay the money to keep these generational guys and be good for years. Even if it doesn't 100% guarantee a championship with the Warriors being great and LeBron doing great things in Cleveland, that's something you have to keep. You just have to.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: So it's very interesting to kind of speculate um, what would happen if all these guys stayed. I mean, at a point in time, within very little time, they had four, five, six guys that I mean, our all-star caliber players yeah. on one team. Mm-hmm. So it would have been amazing what could have been. But to finish up today's episode, we're gonna to go to our quick predictions. Um, I'll start. My Bowling Green, our Bowling Green State University Falcons, need a big man. I was talking about this with my dad yesterday. They need a big man. I say within the next month they get a transfer big man,
0: and we will be favored to win the MAC. Knock on wood. Interesting. Knock on wood, everyone. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that we had the allegations with NC State. I'm going to say the next team that will be hit with these allegations will be Louisville mm. out of, like, high That's Nation a teams. bold prediction. So I think Louisville is going to be next.
1: That's as bold as it gets, right? Yeah. Right? All, yep. <laughs> as bold as it gets. But uh, that's going to be it for today's episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We truly, truly appreciate it. We're closing in on 1,000 downloads, which is kind of insane. Uh, We're getting pretty close, so tell your friends to download, tell your friends to give a listen, uh, hype us up a little bit. I think we do a pretty good job. I mean, hopefully you guys agree, too. Um, Follow us on Twitter, both Trevor and I and Josh, um, and the Small Baller Podcast Twitter, which is at Small Baller Pod. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play. We're on everything. So there's no reason not to listen at this point.
0: No reason. And no make sure, reason. Also, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate I'm that. I'm sure there's other ways to do it on other platforms. Yeah. But please do that. It and helps us so Give much. us the
1: review, those favorites, the likes, the comments on Twitter. We do read everything. We like hearing what you guys have to say. Um, but like I said, thanks again for the support. And we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons.